I'm so glad to be back with Miss Titus too. Y'all know her as the urban apologetic, if I'm not mistaken. I am so happy to have her back. Um, just catch the people up. Uh, Miss Ty, on what you've been doing lately, how's 2022 been treating you? Well, I recently just went to a conference in Phoenix, Arizona, and I did a talk on Freemasonry and Greek life, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was my first time speaking at a conference, and I've been still doing YouTube stuff, not as often as I was when I first started the channel, but I definitely want to get the ball back rolling with that. Um, other than that, I, I plugged into a new church, so I'm, on, I'm leading praise and worship there, and yeah. I, I heard you were, um, of course, I know the real story. I'm just pretending. Uh, I heard you, you caught a little uh, shot with Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> I may have perused uh, Louis Farrakhan's residence in Phoenix while I was there. Snuck a couple of photographs. I did feel security's eyes watching because they have gates and cameras and cameras on top of gates. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was cool. So is that is that a co-sign or just or just for the fans? <laughs> Definitely not a co-sign, but I was like, man, that is uh, it's pretty epic, you know. You don't you don't always get to ride past Louis Farrakhan's house, right. right? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, love him or hate him, this is a man that has literally spoken to thousands upon thousands of people, and is always going to be talked about, you know, whatever you know theological debates we have in the future. Uh, he's pretty much made his mark on history for better or for worse. So, um, but yeah, so how long were you over there, by the way? I was there for a week. Mm-hmm. I was there for a week. Yeah. Did you have it like planned way ahead in advance or was it like a last minute opportunity? No, I knew for a few months cause you know, with flights and everything being so expensive, I definitely wanted to go ahead and schedule that ASAP. So yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. All right. So. What does 2022 have in the horizon for you? And then we are going to get into our long overdue sequel to our last show that we did with uh, Kirk against Israel. And this time we're going to be doing Fred Hammond against one of my legends, Canton Jones. But go ahead first as to what your 2022 is going to be looking like and then we'll get started. I don't know how you're going to do Canton Jones like that. I already <laughs> see how this is going to go. But uh, for 2022, I want to work on doing more YouTube videos and also building my TikTok platform because I've been on there, been experimenting with that. And it's a really fun, um, that's a really fun website. Website, I sound so old. That's a really fun <laughs> app and platform. And I think I think there's a lot of potential for Christians and apologists and all that to use that for the spreading of the gospel. So those are my two goals as far as um, content creation goes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I could already tell, as many of my former guests have done, uh, which is doubt my DJ skills as to why I'm going to do Can Jones this dirty by putting him against your legend, Fred Hammond. But let's hope and see that it turns out better than you expect. All right, so we're going to get started with round number one.
Thing without you. 
All I need is an answer from you, Lord. I'm on my face in my living room, and the devil wants to send me to my doom. Got my hands stretched wide, tears I ain't trying to hide. Lord, please come inside. None of me and all of you do what you want to do. My life, I worship you.
Worship You by Canton Jones up against You Are My Love Come True by Fred Hammond. Well, okay. So I gotta I gotta be straight up and say Canton Jones is kind of bringing it a little bit that <laughs> I didn't expect because when I was coming up, like my dad was a huge Canton Jones fan and I did not understand. I was like, but why though? Like to me it was just like, oh yeah, he's all right. But that song kind of that that song was kind of slapping. I'm not even gonna front. It slapped a little bit. I really like the chorus. However, I still gotta give it to Fred because okay. I just feel like Fred's song is more of like a classic type of song. I think it has a little bit more depth. Mm-hmm. Like it just sounds like I don't know. Like I feel like Fred hears every single sound and like it's like an orchestra every single time he puts a song together. So. Mm-hmm. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I would say Fred Hammond's song, uh, you can picture yourself in the most like classy hotel reservation, just listening to that smoothly, or like sitting in first class with the most expensive headphones, just listening to the clarity of the bass line and the vocals. Um, when it comes to Cantons, though, even though the quality definitely is not nowhere near in the same league as Fred Hammond's track from a production perspective, the song itself is very smooth. I, I like the bouncy effect to it. Um, it's not your typical drawn out, um, like no type of beat type of worship song. Um, it's very R&B-ish. And uh, I think he, he pulled off a, a move that I think certain gospel artists have gotten right, which is a beautiful blend of R&B and worship. Not a lot of gospel artists get that right, especially the ones who like grew up on like the Winans and Shirley Caesar and stuff, or like Vicky Winans when you were like forced to shout on every song. I'm not knocking shouting. I'm just saying that it kind of, um, for again, lack of a better term, when I had Ari Davis on the show, she said the reason why we respected Whitney Houston so much is because she didn't throw herself at you all the time. She knew when to bring her vocals up and when to bring them down. And that's what made her a masterful singer. So I think Canton, even though he doesn't have the vocal chops to compete with Fred Hammond, he knew how to beautifully blend R&B and worship to a perfectly toned balance in that song. But again, I got to give it to Fred. It's just, it's just a quality thing. Uh, if it wasn't for that top-notch quality and top-notch harmonizing of his own vocals, then it, it might be a little bit closer, but... Anyway, getting into round two, Fred clearly got the first round. Uh, We're going to get with Eyes on Me, Fred Hammond, and Papa San. Here we go.
tell the boldly Run to the yoli of only My love for you walk with me closely Step by step with me slowly You treat me like I am the only I cannot say that I'm lonely I can remember you told me Them can't pluck me out when you hold me Sleep top class performer. You don't know I am control my destiny. My God, this really not a mystery. Yo, it's written down in history. My life is good, it's a living reality. Every time I see my kids, I can see you. There you are. Never found to be there when I need you. There you On Me by Fred Hammond and Papa Son, going up against Top Model by Monty G, Canton Jones, and Drew Johnson. Top Model, Top Model, Top Model. She's the Top Model, Top Model, Top Model. She may be my lady. And the Christian ones are missing out. Every queen needs a king, so me love you, baby. Put you in your ride, but not drive me crazy. Looking at your eyes and mind gets hazy. Reminds me of roses and daisies. From my met you, no one else can face me. I'm not acting, so girl, don't you play. Your conversation is so engaging. Let's go to jail and get in Lady, there's something about you, baby. It's simply amazing. You send my heart racing. When I see you, you see me. We can get missing like I did. Cause I wanna be with you. Get to know you, and I don't have to touch your body. When she comes in the room, everybody starts whispering. You know, man, she's that top model, top model. And when you open 
your mouth, everybody starts listening. Listening. Cause the queen was talking, every eye on you, cause the queen is walking, yeah. Monty G, Canton Jones, and Drew Johnson up against Eyes on Me by Fred Hammond and Papa San. Again, I know she's going to hate me for this. I'm going to give the floor back to Ty again first because I saw the most conflicted uh, look on her face trying to decide if Fred Hammond autotune sounds good or not. <laughs> You're not going to come for my boyfriend like that. Oh, man. You know what? I, I think I Canton Jones an apology for sleeping on him for all these years. I said, okay, that, that's bop number two. Uh, is it too early for me to say which song I favored? No, not at all. Okay, I, I think as much as I hate to say it, I gotta give this one to Canton Jones. Aye, awesome. I, first of all, he gets points with me because... America's Next Top Model is one of my favorite shows, so <laughs> appreciate the theme there. And I just felt like that's a song that 
it like it really sounded more R&B than gospel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like I feel like my friends who are into gospel music will be like, oh, that's kind of a bop. Yeah. So, I mean, not the, the Eyes on Me song was okay. I ain't gonna shade, you know, anything that Fred Hammond puts his name on mm-hmm. is gonna, it's never gonna be trash. It may not be my favorite, but it's never gonna be trash. Yeah. But, uh, it's not my favorite song, and and it sounds a little dated, and it also sounds like, oh, man, it's just that, that might not be the genre for you. I don't think that's Fred's best. So th- those are my thoughts. Okay, so I kind of felt like I'm glad you put out the R&B porn out there before I did again because I kind of felt like the production on Top Model, easily Trey Songs or Chris Brown could have rolled that beat. Um, so it's definitely uh, very pleasing to the ear to the non-gospel trained ear. Um I got to give props again, even though it might sound simplistic to you. I do applaud uh, Papa San's son for producing that entire album that that song came from. Um, at that time, that was when he was 16, already producing for Lecrae and his father. Um, so the fact that he was already Grammy winning at that age and then building himself up to the artist that he is today, pretty cool. I don't agree with his choices now because he's making a lot of compromises lyrically and stuff like that. But I mean, he went from Papa San's son, uh, the producer of the producer of the song. Um, Yeah, because he went from that basically um, to producing for Andy Mineo to now uh, being on the same songs with Justin Bieber. So uh, his his growth process has been pretty quick. Um, But that's the production aside. Uh, Fred Hammond for me. I, I hate to say it to you, but um, Fred Hammond does not need auto-tune for nothing, <laughs> okay? So it was very conflicting for me to hear an auto-tune Fred Hammond. Um, definitely not in my wheelhouse. I'm not saying he can't do it, because um, I, ha- I do have my favorites mainstream-wise of who I think are the masters of auto-tune. But Fred Hammond, you can do it, but you don't need it. I, you've never needed it. And your best songs will always be your natural voice. That's that's just how I feel about Fred Hammond. Um, Top Model, though, it's it's too well played of a song. Papa San sounded like let's just make a quick summer jam. We're not gonna like put like hours of effort into this. While Top Model sounded like a well thought out song and more complete. So for that reason, I'm also gonna give it to Kajo. All right, so we're halfway there. Let's get into. Our midway break with the serious rapper skip. We uh we just caught up with the serious rapper. We're gonna ask him why he's so serious. Serious rapper, why are you so serious? Yeah, what kind of question is that, yeah, yo? What kind of question, I mean, man? what's there? What's there not to be serious about? Yeah, I me, mean, God's elected baby. me. He's redeemed me. Word. You know what I'm saying? He gave me a propitiation Word. for my sins, Word. right? Right. I'm going to heaven, right? Yeah, you I are. I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing to be happy about. You got to be not. serious. This is serious business. It you is, know what I mean? Bro, it is. I mean, he's my he's a mediator for my sin, right? He is. Dog. I was gonna smash wicked man. Yes. You know what I mean, I was wicked. You are. Now nah, I'm called redeemed. I got a, a perfect position in heaven, okay. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What kind of question is that? Yeah. What kind of question? I mean, got to be serious. It's serious business. You know what I'm saying? Why you smiling? You know, slap that smile on your face. Don't you know do what I'm it, saying? I mean, the angels, you know what I'm saying? They do all the smiling and rejoicing and people get saved. I mean, you we get saved, you know what I'm saying? But it's still sitting his business down here. You know what I'm saying? Did Jesus laugh? Did Jesus laugh? Did he? I didn't think so. No, he, he didn't. He ain't smiling. No. I mean, baby, it's, you know, it's a book of lamentations with mine. Lamentations, you know what I'm baby. Lamentations. Get man. Go read Ecclesiastes and be confused. Yeah, get out, man. Obviously, Psalm chapter 2 would disagree with that. But how do you feel about 
Christians who don't accept any form of humor whatsoever, what would your controversial answer be to that? There are Christians out there who don't think it's good to laugh. Yes. <laughs> like those those people actually exist. You know what? I'm not surprised by that. And how sad for them because doesn't the Bible say that laughter is like medicine? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like God is so creative and He's given all these people different gifts. Some mm-hmm. people can sing. Some people can make you laugh till you cry. So mm-hmm. I. I love humor. You know, that's why I put so much humor in my videos when I can. Yeah. Psalm chapter two says, he who sits in the heaven laughs because at the end of the day, he can't, (laughs) he can't see anything the wicked people are doing going to work out to their favor. I mean, they failed from the tower of Babel till now. So what more can they do? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, that's that. I'm glad you were controversial enough to answer that. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Anyway, let's get into round number three, our second to last round.
I got to give a shout out to what I think the stars of the show were on more of you. Besides the vocals, I think the vocals were stars on boat tracks, but instrumentally speaking, the keys and organs on more of you were killing it. And on surprises, it was the baseline, of course, because of Fred's work. I wouldn't say I was expecting a little more, but I wouldn't say I was too disappointed at Ty's reaction to <laughs> never tell my mama where I lost my virginity. <laughs> That's one thing I've always loved about Canton Jones. He's extremely undiscreet and unfiltered when it comes to his songwriting. He'll say anything from the microphone. He doesn't care if it's like an intimate worship night. <laughs> he pulls this line out of the field like, did I hear that? <laughs> okay, Canton. Okay. Uh, I got my personal vote because I know Kejo's discography like left to right. That's one of his most cringy lines ever made. Because, I mean, you pretty much said it anyway, so your mama's now going to find out if she hears the track. Anyway, Ty, what's your opinion on these two tracks? I gotta give it to Fred and Israel, hands down. I've never even heard that song, Surprises. You like the bass line? I like the acoustic. I think that was an acoustic guitar yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. It was just such like a... Like, I just felt like summertime... It could be sun shining, me in a top uh, car with the top down, or it could mm-hmm. be a rainy day. It's just like, it just felt so refreshing, I think, is the best way I could describe that song. Mm-hmm. Fred didn't even sound like Fred to me hmm. on his line. Like, that doesn't even, that's like, are, Israel, are you sure that's Fred? That is? But then I was like, okay, that is Fred. I, and then there was like how it just carried you, and then the end of the song is like totally different, but. That was just an amazing song. But, but, the Captain Jones song was cool too. I think the female lead, her vocals were on point. Mm -hmm. It just feels like something I had heard before. Mm. And, you know, a lot, I think sometimes songs can be too deep where you just be like, wait, what are you even talking about? And then there are some that are just like, just not deep enough, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. if I can write a song, then. and I, I've never written a song, so maybe I couldn't write something like that. But it just, it just felt too easy. But I did, I liked the vocals, and the track was dope. But man, that surprises track from beginning to end. Yep. That's a pop. That's yep. a pop. Surprises was very reminiscent to me. I don't know how deep your knowledge is. I think it's really deep, to be honest. Of two thousands music, mainstream or gospel, it was even though it was an original song, it was very reminiscent of those long extensive seven minute remixes we used to get <laughs> where yeah. where the production was just extremely extensive or slightly reminiscent of like um the justin timberlake timberland changes of when they do a seven minute long track and try to surprise you with something of at the end of the track with like a completely new song um so that's what it kind of felt like to me attempt wise I was very shocked to hear you being a Fred Hammond fan saying that it didn't sound like Fred Fred to you at first because whenever people in South Africa where I was a missionary heard this song, everywhere I went, they were like, Israel's biting Fred. This is completely Fred Hammond style. (laughs) So you are the very first person to not recognize Fred at first when hearing that song, stylistically speaking. Fred gonna come in. Right. That's him. Yeah. So I, I'm very shocked to hear that because, like I said, I guess two different sides of the world have a completely different version of what Fred Hammond sounds like. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> song for song, though, this, this you're going to hate me for this, but I actually like more of you better. <laughs> Especially... Uh, plus, because, again, of that classy feel, I think even done, shockingly, even better than You Are My Love Come True. Um, even though it might sound like something you've heard before, I kind of felt like it's a genre that I have maybe a bias affinity towards because I kind of feel like, give me anything that sounds glossy and you got you got me sold. And the organ and the keys, even though the beat and most of the rest of the production stayed very much the same... Especially when, if you were paying attention to how the organ, he changed it like every few seconds. Like, especially when Darlene was going, show me your glory. Then he started to do, instead of, do, do. So any minor changes he was doing, I kind of felt like he was doing freestyling on an organ and keys to its finest. So whoever did that, I shout out to you. Um, but you got my vote because of that. So, unfortunately, this is going to be a no-result round. So, Keijo and Fred are tied going into the final round. This makes the last round that more interesting. All right, here we go. Hello? Hello? Yes, yes. Hey, um, how you doing, ma'am? I, 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 sorry, I don't have it now. Wait a minute, yeah I got caught up in some mess Thought I knew what I was doing Got my friends and family stressing Don't know how to keep this train moving Red man want his money Like Bill is due And I don't know nobody I can run to So now I'm calling on Jesus And I know he'll bring me through Oh yeah Now I'm right down on my knees Trying to figure out how you brought me too many times before that I'm Jesus, calling on you now, Jesus. My blessings, feeling down in my heart, giving me a brand new start. Every time I call him, I don't really know about you, but I know what I've been through. Every time I call him, ain't no telling what God can do. If he did it for me, I'll do it for you. Any problem, call on Jesus right away. He will hear you when you pray, and you'll brighten up your day. Whoa, yeah. Call him in the midnight.
Okay, when it comes to this type of gospel, I'm extremely, extremely picky. So, like, none of these were in my wheelhouse. I'm more of, we lift our hands in the sanctuary. Or, like, uh, Waiting on Jesus by Vicky Winans. I'm waiting on Jesus to call my name. I'm very picky in this genre, so I'm very hard to please in this genre. Um, I kind of feel like whenever Canton does this style gospel, he sounds like he's biting Ty Tribbett a bit way too hard. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and it's funny because last time he tried this um, on his Kingdom Business Part 1 album back in 07, when he did the What You Want song, he did it with Ty Tribbett. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's like he was trying to recreate the same thing, just put an Erica Combo feature on top of it. Before I move into what my opinions on were the tracks, though, I have a bit of another controversial question for Miss Ty. What do you think about mainstream rappers who like to finesse the kingdom for a few extra dollars, such as Mace, KRS-One, Snoop Dogg, Kanye West? <laughs> the list goes on and on. You know what? This is not um, this is not new, right? So I think back on this one, Paul. I can't remember what book in the New Testament it was, but Paul was. Um, people were saying like, Paul, these these guys they're preaching the gospel, but they're not really they're not really believers. They're just doing this to get money. And Paul was like, Listen, as long as the gospel is being preached, I really don't care what their motives are. So I kind of feel the same way, like. Ultimately, I want these rappers to be saved. Whether or not they are, I don't know. I had high hopes for Kanye West. Now, I really don't know what's going on in his mind. But if these guys are going to let Christians get in their studios and talk about Jesus, I don't have a problem with it. I honestly don't. As long as they're not butchering the gospel and as long as they're not, you know, just doing anything inappropriate or something that would be antithetical to the gospel, mm-hmm. I'm like all for it. Yeah. Hundred percent, I agree. Uh, I just, for some reason, every time I hear any track from Snoop Dogg's gospel record, I think about you. You, you saw this that one interview he did when uh, he said, "Oh, none of my gospel friends got a problem with me." So, what you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's almost like that mentality of, as long as I got Christians vindicating me, that supersedes what God thinks of me. <laughs> think like that it's like i mean i love fred hammond but fred hammond is not gonna be um judging you on judgment day right like he's recording a song for you that's it yeah yeah i gotta admit though i think it was a very interesting idea to take snoop dogg's vocals and make it sound like a background choir repeating jesus over and over again that was that was a bit of a sly move that i would have never thought of in a million years that actually worked the only point I'm going to give to He Reigns above Call Him is I feel like gospel drummers don't get enough respect of how much endurance they need to be drumming like that for a five-minute song. And because I felt like the drummer on He Reigns outdid himself compared to the drummer or whoever was in the background on Call Him, that's the only point I'm going to give to Canton on this one. So I don't... I kind of feel like it's not really a vote for Canton. It's like a vote for the drummer. But because because it's still kind of in the same track, that's the only reason why. I think I still think it's kind of unfair. But my vote goes to Keijo for that drummer reason, not Keijo himself. What about you? I still got to give it to Fred, and this is why. And I will admit, this is not my favorite Fred Hammond song. Like, 
I don't think this is where he like really shines. And I had the Snoop Dogg album. There was there were some there were some hits, and then there was quite a few misses as well. Uh, but I think the song is unique. If anything, like the Kent Jones song, like you said, it sounds like a knockoff tie trip. It's Kent Jones, but it is what it is. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever heard a song that sounds like Call Him. And as as crazy as it is, I'm like. Nobody can say, well, Fred Hammond, well, I don't know, maybe he was biting off somebody. I never heard nothing that sound like that. So to me, I'm like, you know, Fred Hammond takes chances. And when he goes for something, he go he goes for it hard. Like, he's like, I'm going to try it. I don't care if it crashes and burns. It's going to be new. It's going to be mine, and I'm doing it. Yeah. And so I felt like he really committed to the song. And, like, there's some, there's some, um, there's some highlights to the song, like calling my name, like he low-key raps singing. I'm like, okay, yes. Fred. Yes. You know, like the the melody, and I always like how he does like these these minor chords, like you know mm. these flat. Oh, I just I love that. I yeah. love that. So yeah, I I'm still going with Fred Hammond. Sorry, can't. And plus, <laughs> I didn't. No shade to what's her name, Erica, Erica Combo, but it was yeah. too much at the beginning for me. Mm. I, I was like, I wasn't ready. Like, you gotta hold my hand. Don't be trying. <laughs> don't right. be trying to rush me into something so quick. Right, right. So I, it just felt like a lot. But I know sometimes people are they they get creative with these things and just want to try something new. But yeah, I'm going with Fred. Okay, that's all. Let's close off with a skit, and then we'll get into our final goodbyes. And thank you so much, Miss Titus, too, for being back on the show. And then as soon as this gets over, we're going to get you all your social media details once again so people can follow you. And look forward to doing this in the future, hopefully one day soon again. All right, here we go. Reverend Tides. This is a Reverend Tides. And well. uh, I have something I want to say. Say so, it, Jaffia Life. Is that how I say his name? Jaffia. Jaffia. Jaffia Life. And uh, and uh, John Hodge, I mean Rob Hodge. That's his name. And uh, uh, TC, TK, SO3, SOG. Yeah, um, I don't like him. Yes. I don't like him. Yes. No, don't tell me to stop, brother. I don't like him. I don't like him. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you why I don't like him. Tell him, brother. They come in here with their. The Timberlands on yep. and the fitted hats on. That's right. That's, that's right. And they have no respect for the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. See, this is my house. Your house. See, I'm my house. It's your house. Your house. They don't want to come in here with the ties on. on and the suits on like everybody else. Come on, come on. Me and uh, Brother Offering well. and uh, Deacon collection plate we got problem with them yes sir right. we all the hater nation Church. Church. the hater nation we don't like them brother i asked you don't touch me when i'm preaching but i said i do not like them yeah. they hang with sinners thugs and killers yeah. they were gang bangers and they shoot dice, dice in the back of our church well wow they come outside in the back of the church with them thugs and the hoodlum and they say, Jesus loves them. No. No, 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 he does not love them. No. He does not love a thug. No. Jesus was not a thug. No. I was never a thug. No. I'm a pimp. Yes. But I'm not a thug. No. 
Now the thing is, what are we gonna do about these brothers? I said we kill them. So closing thoughts I'll let Ty end the show with is how do you feel about Christians who let their personal preferences get in the way of God's redemption? probably all done that from time to time especially if you grew up in kind of the church type circles I grew up in where it was a lot of legalism you know people with well intentions who are just they want they want you to be holy so much that they try to force their own personal opinions and ways of doing things on you so I definitely don't think it's a good practice even if it's well intentioned Um, I think we just have to allow people to be people and allow God to do the work through them. Of course, never compromising the truth of the gospel and of course still being truthful to people and and being honest, like, hey, you can't live how you want to live and still still please God, but just let let the Holy Spirit do his job. It's not my job. I can't make anyone sacrifice their life for for the cross. So those are my thoughts. And my last controversial question, in light of what happened earlier this year with the whole Gavi reach record situation, um, how do you feel now going forward? Do they take the grace approach, you know, grace and space, that like Lecrae likes to say, or do they take the cancel culture approach of not performing most of their catalog produced by the same guy? Oh, that's such a tough question. Um, I wish, obviously, I wish I knew more of the details of the situation. There's only so much as the public is going to know, right? I think they made the right choice by um, dropping him from the label. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that means they have to completely throw out all of his music, especially if the music is... If there's nothing wrong with the music, I don't see why the music got to go. It just If they know that he, uh, he acted in a way that lacked integrity and he hadn't repented of that, then yeah, let him go. And maybe if, if he is repentant, maybe in the future they can still work with him. But I see no reason to throw away the whole catalog. But now that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, because then there'll be a whole lot of psalms we're throwing out because of David's actions. There'll be a whole lot of, you know, parts of the New Testament throwing out because of certain disciples' actions. <laughs> so, I mean, we still read the gospel of First and Second Peter, right? And this guy denied Jesus three times. So. <laughs> everything and every person you know like they did what they had to do once they found out there was a problem and that it was a serial problem they let him go but all this stuff in the past hey yeah (laughs) people who really dig the 66 books of the bible will be surprised to find out how anti-cancel culture the bible is of itself all right miss titus give everybody your social media follows your details all that um, what what you got coming up on your YouTube channel, and we'll be good to go. Sure, I am Miss Titus Two on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, Titus is not spelled like it's spelled in the Bible; it's actually spelled with a Y. So T Y T U S. Miss Titus Two on YouTube and Instagram, and then on TikTok, it is just Miss Titus without the two. So appreciate everyone listening and would love to, for you guys to subscribe subscribe and follow me on all my different platforms. 
Absolutely. And you will not regret subscribing to any of her platforms. She has a ton to say. She'll make you laugh. She'll make you think. She'll... I don't think she'll make you cry that much, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> if you cry, it'll probably be from laughing too much. But she will get you to be the most balanced believer that you can be. And that's pretty much all we can ask for in the kingdom. WCJ Welcome back to K Joe Radio. Yeah, man, you know, today is National Hater Day, man. You know, Hater Day, what's this? On this day, you do something good for your hater today, man. You know, like. Like you get them some shoes, you know, you send flowers to everybody that's been hating on you. You got to do good to them today. A word? Yeah. You want to get something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm going to get my mama something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do something cool. All my haters gonna have to take a hater break today I'ma bake a hater cake today Buy my shake today Get him a T-bone steak today We gon' go and play some ball today And I'ma make sure that I don't ball hog today Take you to the mall today We gon' ball till we fall today I'ma share my world today And I'ma introduce you to my wife and baby girl today And share my today And how we made a way And how we made my troubles this is hater day And instead of wishing that all my haters were laid away I'ma be like a teacher I'ma give an A to D And take the other failing grade away I'ma do something good for my Sincere and next, some honey deal today. May even cut that grass today. Get that trash today. Or even leave them some cash today. I will say something nice today. I'ma hold my tongue instead of them price today. Give them the right away. Cause it's hate today. I'ma pay my haters way. Maybe hard today. But I'ma absolutely show the love of God today. Help them get a job today. And if they have to, I'll give them a ride in my car today. I'ma have my haters back today. And I'ma keep it real and won't put on no act today As a matter of fact, I'ma help you win today The mess ends today, I'ma make you my friend today